I'm Kristen. And I'm Serena. And this is Oi with the Coffee Already. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 16, where we talk about Rebecca. Yes. Rebecca. Rebecca. <sighs> I you, you... have lots of feelings about this movie. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. I know you and I talked a little bit. So, um, how about we just do the nitty gritty first, and then you and I can jump into everything. Yep, go for it. Um, all right. So this movie was released. It is a Netflix movie released in 2020. Mm-hmm. It's directed by Ben Wheatley. Um, he's mostly uh, English directors so he's done like two episodes of doctor who um also a movie called kill list and sightseers so there's a lot of like british stuff that i've never seen mm-hmm. um there are several writers jane goldman joe shrapnel anna waterhouse and this is also based off a novel by daphne du um uh, mm-hmm. who put out the novel of the same name uh, so in case anyone wants to read that you can read it i think it came out in 1935 i believe cool um so this cast is lily james plays mrs de winter she's mm. also in cinderella pride and prejudice and zombies baby driver and mama mia here we go again mm. and side note i really like her as an actress i mm-hmm. really like her yeah. um army hammer plays maxim de winter and he's also in the birth of a nation the man from uncle and he played the lone ranger in the disney lone ranger and then we have Kristen Scott Thomas, who played Mrs. Danvers, and she was also in The English Patient, Sarah's Key, and The Horse Whisperer. Mm-hmm. Um, side note, one day we are going to do Sarah's Key, because it's probably one of the most, probably the most well-done film I've ever seen in my life. Cool. I have no yeah. idea what that is, so. It's it's a really good movie, and we'll talk about it later, so. Okay, anyway. cool. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> the last person I put on here was Tom Goodman-Hill, who played Frank Crawley, uh, uh-huh. He's also an Everest, and then a lot of TV spots and voiceover for video games. Cool. So that's the cast. Uh, there's a few other people that I thought about putting in, but I was like, I just was like, and these are the most important. Those people. are like the main characters. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, one thing I did want to mention before we totally jump in on our mm-hmm. thoughts and feelings. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, other than the fact that um, last week we talked about how. Serena and I had not seen Mud before, and mm-hmm. so it was a first viewing. This is the same thing this week as well. So neither one of us had seen this film before. <clears throat> uh, we went in basically knowing other than what you learn in the trailer. So right. <laughs> um, we went in not really knowing anything on, for this one as well. Mm-hmm. And so kind of like last week, we are going to just kind of discuss kind of our thoughts and feelings about this movie. Um, but I wanted to mention first and foremost, like I said, this is a book. It was originally a book adaptation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was originally done by Alfred Hitchcock in 1940. So Alfred Hitchcock oh. already did this, which I thought was really cool. And it starred Laurence Olivier and Joan Fontaine. Cool. And just like the book in the previous adaptation, the new Mrs. De Winter is never given a first name. That bugs me. <laughs> <laughs> It bugs me so much. (laughs) What's her name? (laughs) Yes. I'm like, what is her name? Like, and even, yeah, even before she got married, they just would call her, I can't remember. The help. The help. Yeah. Rude. I know. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) it just bugged me that she never was like her own person in this movie. Well, that's kind of the point of this movie, though. I know, I know. And I, I know I get into that, too. Because I, I say exactly that same thing where I'm like, I understand that that is the whole point. But that thing, <laughs> that it bugs me. Anyways. Yeah. Go ahead. Continue. I hear you. <laughs> so I figured last week you spoke your piece first. I'll speak my yeah, piece. Yeah, go for um, it. So I actually enjoyed this movie. I am not one for horror, but I do like a little bit of like thriller and kind of like the mind suspense Mm -hmm. suspense yeah i do enjoy those so i liked that i don't know i i liked the the creepiness of mrs danvers even though like Mm -hmm. she was off her rocker awful she's a wackadoo she's horrendous (laughs) (laughs) 
She was way too obsessed with Rebecca. I'm sorry. (laughs) So I feel like we should probably also take one another step back before we get too far into this, because this movie did come out last year. Right. Um, So not many people have watched it. We should probably do a synopsis for this one as well. Yep. Um, So this is a, it's about this young woman who is, well, she's the help for this Mm -hmm. lady. She's like, like a companion. She's a paid companion for this rich woman who's kind of a bitch. And, um, so they're, but she gets to travel, and that was her whole point. So it takes place in like 1940, maybe, like right, right around there, 1938-ish. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which I wanted to talk about the time period too in a minute. Uh, mm-hmm. So it takes place during that time, and while they're in Monte Carlo, she comes across this man who's a known widower, and uh, he's young, you know, and he, the two of them fall in love. He's hot. He is hot (laughs) and rich. (laughs) She's beautiful and young and carefree and she's adorable and sweet. And so um, they they fall in love in Monte Carlo and then Mm -hmm. he decides he's just going to marry her, whisk her away to this his family home that's been the family since the time of the Tudors when Henry VIII gave the De Winter family uh, Mandalay, Mm -hmm. which is the family home. So he whisks her away back to Mandalay and when he's there, you know, and she knows he's a widower. She knows mm-hmm. that he lost his wife. She doesn't know how. Uh, she doesn't know any details. Right. And so she gets thrust into this life that is so not her. And she's like right. a woman of a manor. Like this, like, right. she has responsibilities that she's never had before. She's always been the help. And so now she's right. not the help anymore. So Mrs. Danvers is kind of like the head of house, you know. Mm-hmm. And so she's so this woman, the new Mrs. De Winter, who we mm-hmm. have no idea who her first name is, <laughs> no. um, is now like finding all these weird things. Like there's mail out for Rebecca, who was you know the previous wife. Mm-hmm. There's mail there for her, like unopened. There's like her suite that's never hasn't been touched since she's been dead, mm-hmm. and like all this other like little random creepy shit that keeps popping up. So, like, she's basically, like, living in these ghost shoes, essentially. Mm -hmm. And then her husband's very closed mouth about it. Like, he's not saying anything. And, like, his temper's kind of, like, on a short leash now that they're back in the house. And, like, Mm -hmm. Mrs. Danvers isn't helping. So she's really just struggling and trying to figure out everything. So just heads up. Big spoiler alerts in this whole thing. So we're going to talk about this whole thing beginning to end. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't think I missed anything. But... Watch the trailer. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah. But I, I don't know. I liked it. I liked how you're like watching this. You're like, oh my God, this is so wrong and so creepy. This poor woman. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, part of it, I was like distracted because I was watching, like folding laundry while doing this, but I still watched the whole thing. (laughs) But um, I was watching it at 11 o'clock at night in the darkness of my room. (laughs) 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 But yeah, Mrs. Danvers is just, she's she's on a whole other level like it's just yeah she is yeah she's so like there's little things like mrs de winter is brushing her hair and then she looks at the brush so she's you know played by um lily james who's a blonde or Mm -hmm. yeah she's in the movie yeah in the movie and so she looks down at the hairbrush and there's this long dark brown hair inside the brush that she's been using it's not just one though it's a lot like it's a clump of dark hair in yeah her brush. like like a knot yeah and it grosses i mean it grossed me out i was like ew <laughs> <I know>. sorry <laughs> sorry but it did <laughs> and then like all these other little things that just keep creeping up but mm-hmm. like probably the pivotal moment where even I was like oh my god and it's so she decides to reopen the house for a ball because the house used to uh-huh. host all these like social events so she's like we're gonna be social again and so right. but she's like doing it as like a like a dress up masquerade ball kind. not right. quite a masquerade but like a dress up like you dress up in a costume it's a yeah costume a costume ball yeah and so she's like struggling to figure out what she's going to wear, but she's, it's got to be like the best out of like everything. Mm-hmm. Well, when she first showed up to the house, she's being shown like family portraits, and there's this painted oil, this oil painting of a woman. And Mrs. Danvers says, "Oh, she's 
she was uh, like some relative a or cousin, a cousin or, or something. A yeah. cousin, yeah. And she was um, a doctor, like one of the first to be a right. medical doctor. And like, she's like the super like, like, Mm -hmm. awesome woman and you're like oh that's so cool like i'd want to be like her too not just that but it was also she was mrs danvers was saying that she was one of uh max's like favorite people like that's yeah like she you know that they he really liked her and and you know admired her and and she's like in this dress that looks like it probably came from the 1800s like it's not a modern looking dress dress and so She's been struggling to figure out what to wear, and her little lady's maid, who's like this really sweet, innocent little thing. I know. She's like, oh, you should dress up like that cousin, like, in the oil painting. Right. And she's like, oh my god, you're so brilliant! And right. then, <laughs> she dresses up as this brunette with, like, the wig and the dress, just like it, and she comes down the stairs to, like, present herself to, like, the whole group of people who are there. Mm-hmm. And, like, all these people know the history of this house where, like, this man lost his wife. And and why? She, yeah. Yeah. Or how, come, I guess. Or, mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like how. They know how. And so mm-hmm. she comes down the stairs and, like, the painting's directly behind her. And she stops on this landing and the whole room, music and all, goes dead ass silent. And her husband loses his shit because you find out she dressed up like Rachel. Or Rebecca. 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 Yep. I don't know why I keep saying Rachel, but yeah, Rebecca. <laughs> um, but she comes out dressed up like Rebecca. And you're like, oh. She doesn't my know God. that. <laughs> no. And she doesn't know. She has no idea. So, like, she's like, like, huzzah, here I am. And, like, everyone's like, oh my God. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> this just happened. Right. Like, it's. It's bananas, and, like, it's so uncomfortable, and that scene was done so well. Like, you're watching it, phys- like, you're physically uncomfortable watching this. Like, it's I just, was so uncomfortable. I was so <laughs> uncomfortable. I was like, this is so I mean, it was, a very, it was a good movie. I will give it that. Like, everything about it was done really well. The whole cinematography part, it captured the beauty of all of that like yeah amazingly this gorgeous landscape like everything yes. everywhere the camera went was beautiful gorgeous yeah even like during the dark and scary moments they still made it really beautiful yeah. um but yeah i guess uh, my first line after i watched this was just finished rebecca and yikes i did not like the feeling <laughs> that movie gave me it was dark it was a dark and icky feeling like at the yeah. end, even though um, like everything tends to work out like in its own way, um, everything worked out and everything was fine. But it still was like, oh, that was heavy. I did not like yeah. that. And I, in order for me to go to sleep, I had to watch. I had to put on Gilmore Girls. Like afterwards, I could not sleep after that. I was like that. That nope, not going straight to bed after watching that. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, Miss Danvers was a terrible person. But first, before we talk about her, I want to talk about her employer that she yes. was on vacation with because that lady was god awful. She oh my god. was a terrible person. I could never in my entire life imagine being and treating another human being the way that she treated her. Yeah. In front of her, behind her back, because at yeah. one point she's up in her room and um, Mrs. DeWinter, before she's Mrs. DeWinter, because she doesn't have a first name, <laughs> <laughs> she's in, you know, her little, like, room or whatever, and she can mm-hmm. hear her employer talking to her friends about her and how, you know, because that was, like, the first time that she met Mr. DeWinter, you know, Max and everything. And she was like, oh, my gosh, you know, oh, she was just terrible. Oh, she was horrible. It was, like, the epitome of, like, that catty mean girl. Mm-hmm. And I think probably it comes down, she sees this young woman who's young. She is beautiful. Yes. And she's intelligent. She's well-read. Mm-hmm. You know, she's alone in the world. But, like, I think this woman, you know, because her employer was, like, kind of, you know, older. Uh, right. 
Well, she hired her to be a companion, basically. Right. But yet... Basically, she has to pay somebody to hang out with her. That's the kind of thing we're talking about here. And it's like, well, no wonder, because, like, you're terrible to people who aren't in the same, like, status as you, but yet you're the one that has to hire somebody to hang out with you. (laughs) Right. That's the thing. And then, like, I do love it, though. So then, like, she ends up hanging out with her friends and drinks way too much. Yes. And then, like, gets sick or something. A massive hangover. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, the hangover from And she thinks she's dying. (laughs) Which, Which, I don't know, maybe she did. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I've had hangovers where I was like, yep, not gonna make it anywhere today. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Definitely. But I also love how Mr. De Winter basically saw through all her bullshit and, yes. um, you know, wanted to like spend time with her and wanted. I to... do love like when she goes like okay, so she's in Monte Carlo and she's uh-huh. in a very wealthy area and she heads downstairs and the guy's like, no, you can't eat here because you're oh, the yes. help. Which I was like, that's rude and so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then like Mister De Winter sees her and he's uh-huh. like, oh no, she's gonna eat with me. And so she orders on the menu. So what she orders is Jesuit, which is 18, which is probably oh. just the number of the item. So that's why she doesn't know what it is. So she says, oh, because oh, she hears the other one call it Jesuit. Uh-huh. She says, I want Jesuit, Jesuit. So she clearly does not speak French because all it is is a number indicating whatever meal that is. And right. so she orders it and the guy goes, for breakfast? And she's like, yeah, totally. Like, sure. <laughs> Bring so it on. She goes over with a whole plate of oysters. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but I love how he looks at her and he just goes with it. Like, right. she's like, I had no idea what the hell she had just ordered. And like, oh, uh, she just saw fancy women order it right. like, at lunchtime or something. And you just go with it. That is honestly something that I would probably do. I'd be like, well, I've heard them say it, so I'm going to say it. I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to be <laughs> fancy. Kidding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. No, but I love that. And I love, I love how they are in the beginning, you know, because... Mm-hmm. You know, they're not there, but oh, he should have cut Mrs. Danvers go a long ass time ago. I don't think he was aware <sighs> of Mrs. Danvers and her because she played her part. Oh, so yeah. So she would be one person in front of him, I'm sure, and then another okay. person in front of Mrs. DeWinter. Everybody else, yeah. Yeah, so I don't think he was aware of her. That's true. Like, one thing that was a little weird, though, and I wonder if you caught on to this, too, because, okay, so he, one of their first nights, like, back in um, Mandalay, uh-huh. he slept walk, okay? Yes. And he went into Rebecca's old room, so, but it didn't really show him sleepwalking again after that, right? I think think there was a time where she had the dream about him doing that mm-hmm. with the ivy and everything right but where she cut- i don't know and it could be maybe it's just because it's his first time like it could be he has he does sleepwalk like that's the right. thing he does doesn't do it every night right but i'm wondering if it's like an emotional charge thing so like it's his first yeah. night back after being gone from true okay you know because then i just thought it was really weird because it seemed like mrs danver was always around like at all hours of the night and day it's like she never slept <laughs> yeah i didn't notice she was like, still in clothes and i was like where's your night clothes lady? yeah because it's like you know in the middle of the night and she sleeps up in the attic right like attic area attic the- or like down below something like yeah. that and, um, so anyway, so yeah, so her just popping up. Did you leave? No. no okay. I'm still here. I'm sorry. Okay, I muted because I had to blow my nose. I'm sorry. <laughs> totally didn't mean to call you out. <laughs> anyway. Nobody wanted to hear that. <laughs> you would be right. So anyways. All right. <laughs> but anyway, so when she showed up, you know, after the first night with him like sleepwalking and going into Rebecca's room and then her like I don't know she just like let him go into the room and then you know Mrs. Danvers followed or no she didn't follow she closed the doors yeah and I don't know that was just weird and creepy and well Mrs. Danvers is trying to put a wedge between the two of them oh definitely well yeah because and that's the other thing that she keeps putting in 
to Mrs. DeWinter's mind that he is still in love with Rebecca and he misses her and, you know, and she'll never replace her and all this and that, you know, which throughout the movie, like, it, you know, his actions kind of seem to show that where it does kind of look like he's still in love with Rebecca Mm -hmm. and pining after her and all this and that, especially when they get back to Mandalay. Um, It seems like you see that a little bit more um, than when they were, you know, on like vacation, their honeymoon, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know. I don't know. This movie was just very, very odd. And... It was really odd. And, like, when I saw that Alfred Hitchcock had done it before, I was like, oh, yeah, this is very Alfred Hitchcocky. Yeah, I was going to say, after I read your note about that, I was like, ah, that makes more sense as to why it is the way that it is. <laughs> yeah, even though it was a book before that. Right. Like, you can still, you can still, like, get that Alfred Hitchcock feel. So mm-hmm. I'm very curious. I may have to, like, look up the book. I'm curious about reading it. Yeah, I actually probably Amazon. would enjoy the book a little bit better. Yeah. It, it, it would definitely be interesting to read it but also it seems like okay so obviously we know mrs de winters or mrs uh danvers is a terrible person mm-hmm. and she's just very kooky and weird and has this weird obsession with rebecca which okay so she says that she's been with rebecca since she was really young um so I understand that, but it almost seemed like she had kind of like a little bit of like a split personality when she would go back and forth of like, when she would say, well, you know, Rebecca would say, come on, Danny or whatever she would call her, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it kind of seemed like she would go like, she seemed a little bit younger and then, you know, she would kind of come back into like her character or her person. Um, and even when she was brushing her hair in... Oh, she was violent. I was like, ah, my oh hair hurts looking at that. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> but it was so weird. I know. <laughs> Anyways, that's why I'm saying, like, I feel like she kind of split a second, like, there between I'm sure Mrs. Mrs. Danvers has some undiagnosed mental illness going on. Yeah. Like, it, she's not healthy. She's, no. But it also sounds like Rebecca was kind of a terrible person herself. She was. That's what you kind of find out. And so you find out that Rebecca's terrible. She'd been cheating on her husband. She was cruel to her husband. Yeah. She she threw it in his face that she just did what she wanted. And that he Um, couldn't divorce her. Right. And then meanwhile, you've got, like, you meet uh, Mr. DeWinter's. Uh, like was it his brother and sister-in-law or sister and brother-in-law yeah his sister and brother-in-law yeah sister and brother-in-law and they're like oh she was this amazing woman so it's like right you know that a lot like mrs danvers i'm pretty sure rebecca like Mm -hmm. showed different people different people different sides of her for sure and yeah because even his sister was like oh you know like all the men loved her you know all the women loved her everybody animals you know like everybody loved her and stuff so again that's where it feeds into um like mrs de winter's feeling of like okay well if everybody else loved her then my husband must still be in love with her you know and if she was they make they make comments they're like you're nothing like her right which that's probably why he fell in love with her is because she's nothing like nothing Rebecca. Like her. Exactly. Well, and even and he said, you know, he was like, you're this carefree, you know, super happy, like, person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, without a worry or a care in the world and stuff, and which is what he loved about her because she was so curious and, you know, yeah. especially for somebody who never traveled. <laughs> yeah, so, absolutely. Um, but yeah but oh my god rebecca was terrible and ew gross with her cousin i'm sorry that was just i know ugh. it's although at that time it's i know a totally uncommon thing but yes but i still. agree i know i'm with you i hear you i felt that too i was, I was like, like oh icky feeling. <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> so like as the movie progresses we fight so like this whole thing like mrs danvers is making mrs de winter's life a living hell and yes. so during this whole thing we come to find out that um she eventually finds out that Rebecca drowned. That's all she knows. Yes. Rebecca had drowned. And then um, they come to find out that there's a boat 
that was Rebecca's. Mm-hmm. Got pulled from the sea. It got, you know. Mm-hmm. And then on there, they find a body. Well, supposedly, Maxim had already identified his wife's body at another time. Right. And so now it's this woman who matches the description, you know, and they do find, they they find out this woman is now on a boat that was purposely, um, like sabotaged. Sabotaged, mm-hmm. yeah, to, to, to wreck and wreck. like Thank sink. You. My brain yeah. just went Sorry. shut down. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. I'm glad somebody's thinking. And so, um, so now this whole court case. So now she's like, okay, well, what's going on? And then she finds out from her husband that he did kill his wife. Right. And so she finds out he did kill her. And mm-hmm. it's this huge argument that they had come across in. And so, but she's going to stand by her husband's side because he was, right. he finally told her everything. He told right. her about how cruel she was, how she threw right. things in his face, that she was sleeping with her cousin, that she was supposedly, you know, she's like, oh, yeah. pregnant, no one's going to know that it's not yours. Right. And so she's just been this awful human being. And so, but I don't think he like. I think she told him, kill me or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's what he, because when they were in the house by the sea. um, Yeah, the boat house. Yeah. And he had the gun. You know, he was basically kind of rehashing like that night that he had with her. Where, Mm -hmm. um, because he even pulled the... um, he had the gun like locked and loaded and like ready to yeah. go, you know, and, and he was saying, you know, like she, you know, wanted me to kill her, like told me to kill her and right. stuff. And so he did. He pulled the trigger. <laughs> yeah. So And yeah. yeah but so he doesn't have... know exactly why, though. He has an idea because she put it in his head that she was pregnant with mm-hmm. her cousin's child. Which, when you come to find out, was not the case. No. What we find out is that it turns out she has a very rapid progressing form of uh, uterine cancer. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so this is how the husband's able to actually not get blamed for her murder because they're like, oh, she wanted to die because um, she's right. going to die anyways in a very slow and painful way. Right. And so they basically made it seem like she sabotaged her own boat killed herself and yeah. uh, so you know so it ends with um, you know and then Mrs. Danvers comes in and decides she's going to burn down Mandalay which she does she burns oh down my god yeah but before which, all that really be quick fair, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I did oh, want to say like it's ahead. kind of a good thing she did that yeah I thought the I same thing I don't think that Mr. and Mrs. DeWinter would be able to move on if they still lived in that house. And I think mm-hmm. her burning it was actually probably the best thing she did for them, to be honest. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because it essentially killed everything that was in there with Rebecca's ghost still being, like, attached to that house. Yeah. And even if Mrs. Danvers was gone, I still feel like... Because they're... Oh, my God. Her R, like, her monogram was on everything everything throughout that house (laughs) even when she when she has the coat on and she reaches in the pocket and she pulls out you know a handkerchief and it's got a giant r on it and Mm -hmm. she just is over it by that point because it's like she's everywhere in this house which obviously you come to find out that it was you know mrs danvers that was you know, purposely doing it and trying to, like, essentially drive her away. Yeah. You know, and and actually not even necessarily drive her away because at the one point with the ball, um, you know, she, uh, Mrs. DeWinter is, uh, is up by the window and it looks like she wants to jump. And Mrs. Danvers is like, well, go ahead, because where are you going to go? Like, you have yeah. a family, like, you can't do anything. Who's going to want you? Like, you you can't, if you divorced him, like, that's it. Like, you have nothing, you know? Right. And so she's basically trying to tell her to kill herself, which yeah. is terrible. But that is just goes to show how much she, like, didn't want him to like move on she wanted him to stay like connected 
to Rebecca, mm-hmm. even though Rebecca was gone. <laughs> right. You know, but she was trying yep. so hard to keep her in that household. And he kind of, and like you said, I don't think he realized like what Mrs. Danvers was doing and, or to what extent, <laughs> you know, yeah, she was I don't doing think so it either. too and yeah. stuff. But, um, but before, oh gosh, there was a part that I wanted to talk about and I don't remember. It'll come to me. Um, so anyways. Yeah, I just, I think Mrs. Danvers has just managed to make that so completely uncomfortable that even if they did manage to, like, redecorate and wipe out everything, mm-hmm. like, I think it holds too much for uh, Maxim. I think, I think it's just too much. Yeah. I think if. I mean, there's too yeah. much of Rebecca. There's too much of Mrs. Danvers now because now... Now he can see, like, who she is and how she was, Mm -hmm. you know. And obviously, poor Mrs. DeWinter, you know, was basically traumatized by her and her obsession with Rebecca. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I mean, I know at first I felt really bad. And I do feel bad for Max because, you know, that's his family's estate. Like, that's his home, you know. And it's kind of shitty that, you know, it ended up getting burnt to the ground you know but but at the same time you know mrs de winter it was a good thing thing. and mrs de winter went the extra mile to really find out why rebecca was seeing that doctor and that's really Mm -hmm. what i mean that really was what got him like off the hook was the fact that she was unfortunately dying of cancer and you know she wasn't yeah. pregnant and and stuff so i mean it sucks that she was dying of cancer but she really wasn't a good person <laughs> um right you know i mean not that you know that makes it better that she was dying of cancer i'm just saying like you know it wasn't the way that mrs danvers was making it out to seem that Mr. De Winter mm-hmm. was still, you know, madly in love with her and stuff because that wasn't the case. You know, he was. No. He was kind of like, you know, going through his own turmoil. Stuck. Yeah, with yeah. everything that was going on, all the stuff. Even after her death, you know, he still couldn't find that peace. And he found that peace a little bit when he met Mrs. DeWinter, you know, while he was on vacation Mm -hmm. and stuff. And he was finally, like, able to be happy again and to smile. But then it's like when they went back to Manderley, it was kind of shot to hell because Mrs. Yeah, it all came rushing back. Yeah. I don't think, I think his last, well, like, he even, like, alluded to it when they were in Monte Carlo together. And she's like, oh, I wish you can bottle up scents and right. then smell them to remind you of like the great times. And he's like, yeah. And then you can like throw them out, <laughs> destroy the ones that, that, you know, remind you of the bad, bad times. times, basically like, mm-hmm. like he's kind of like, I don't even want to remember my time with Rebecca. Like, it's right. Just, like, and I then it was probably, yeah, go ahead. I, I think the way they ended, he ended up with Rebecca, she showed him all his good, all her good sides. Oh yeah. Good things. And then he's like, oh, this woman is so great. Just like his sister and brother-in-law still seem to think that right. this woman is so great and she's so wonderful. And then, like, he finds, like, comes across the true her, like the right. real her. Right, who she really is. And and by that time, he's stuck and he's married. and Right, and it's too yeah. late. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah, and it's too late. Because, I mean, it was a, it's a uh, different time back then, so you don't get divorced just because, you know, I mean, you didn't get divorced. <laughs> um. I mean, some. I mean, you did, did, but like it was still pretty rare right. in the forties or late thirties. Well, which I wanted to talk mm-hmm. about this really quick because it's really bugged me yes. while I was watching this because I was like trying to figure out the time period, and then like I saw the little like pamphlet she came across. Ball invitation anyways, thing, yeah. So, yeah, World War Two is heavily going on in Europe right. now during this period, <laughs> like. I'm talking like the Blitz is like, right, right. <laughs> like and like, you would never think there's a war going on at all. Right. Like, there's no indication. It's like it doesn't even exist. exist. And like at first, I was like, is this because like 
the book was written when it was, which was written in 30 or published in 35. Uh-huh. So maybe that's why. Right. It's like, because like, it was just starting to like pick up speed in Europe in 35. Uh-huh. So, or I think Hitler was coming into power in Germany by then. That's what it was. So like, mm-hmm. I suppose like if you just went off just because the woman obviously can't tell the future. Right. So, um, you know, but it was interesting how like they stuck with the book, how it would obviously not have World War II happening. Mm-hmm. But like we know it happened and there are these people like cruising around Europe and moving right. around Monte Carlo. Totally. And it was like um oblivious to everything (laughs) and then like at one point he goes to london i was like that is not a place you want to be right Right. now like like, they should see troops walking through like right they're like gardens and stuff and yeah anyways i just thought it was kind of interesting but you know if it was if they just went with off the book obviously it hadn't happened yet right so so yeah but yeah, I know the time period kind of threw me <laughs> off a little bit too, and I was kind of confused. And then, but I mean, overall, it was a good movie. This one is one I don't think I would watch again. <laughs> um, I don't know that I'd watch it again either. Mm-hmm. I might, like, if I was like, oh, I kind of feel like being slightly creeped out. Right. But like, <laughs> but I, I feel like I would watch this again to pick up on all the things I probably missed. True. There's probably so many other tiny things that, like, I didn't pick up yeah. on that. Could, you know, I don't get to really, the third time. I really enjoyed and I really liked their romance that they had. I liked the whirlwind romance. Mm-hmm. I thought that was done really well. Um, and I'm glad that they, I'm glad that he wasn't a bad guy. You know, because when you find out that he shoots his wife and you're like, okay, wait, whoa, what happened? (laughs) You know? Um, And then even when her, when Rebecca's cousin came to visit, you know, and he was basically putting into Mrs. DeWinter's mind of like, oh, that temper of his, you know, and and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. And, And I mean, you do see him kind of lose it a little bit. But as you watch the movie, you understand why, where it's kind of like, he's being messed with mentally too, you know, through yeah. all of this. And um, so I'm glad that he wasn't a bad guy. <laughs> and No, I'm, he's not a monster. No, and I'm glad that in the end, although I will say towards the end when I think it was like possibly, um, I don't remember where they're at exactly because I don't think they say where they're at, but you know, they're in there because she watched Mrs. DeWinters basically commit suicide. She, um, or Mrs. Danvers, Danvers, sorry. Um, she, you know, jumped off into the ocean and all that. Um, and I think she, that obviously is going to stay with you for a while. Um, yeah yeah and so that's you know where she wakes herself up because you know she's like surrounded by water and stuff but then I'm glad that after that point you see them happy again and you see them Mm -hmm. like in love with one another again not that they were never not in love with one another but they are affectionate to one another again and they're like kind of back to the way that they were in the beginning um yeah and I like that it kind of came like a little full circle in a way um, where they were able to kind of come back and be just be with each other without this. I love that he basically mm. saved her. Yes. Like, cause like once her employer kind of got over her illness, she was like, okay, well we're leaving tomorrow. And she's like, wait, what? Right. She's like, yeah, you think I didn't know you were going to hang out with him and do this? Like she became this jealous bitch. Yeah. She was so jealous. <laughs> yeah, she was. Well, she wanted him. Oh, she tried yeah. like, like cougar style you're like oh lady that is not gonna happen (laughs) not (laughs) at all (laughs) literally never right (laughs) um so like you know she's like oh you know we're gonna leave and and, you know and that's when mrs de winter before she's mrs Mm -hmm. winter she ran over to him to max and she was like she's leaving you know i don't know you know i don't know and she's like right you know and it wasn't like she was like oh marry me and take me away it was like he did it do like (laughs) 
he was like, oh, well, then you're just going to stay with me. And she's right. like, wait, what? <laughs> the like, release? What'd she say? As your secretary? Right. She goes, as your secretary? He goes, no, as my wife. And she's like, wait. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then he, like, went over to her employer and, like, totally stood up for her. Yeah. Like, like, he didn't, like, hide mm-hmm. it or anything. Like, he didn't play games. Like, he was just straight up. Yep. Like, nope taking her away yeah yeah her employer was awful because even when she was telling her that they were going to new york and she was like oh well you'll find people like you there of your state yeah it's like gosh like you were terrible <laughs> i know you're so mean God, awful so yeah you have to pay somebody to hang out with you right <laughs> like, so yeah i'm really glad that bitch. he basically i'm really glad that he did in a way like rescue her and kind of take her away from that situation because obviously that was not a good or healthy situation for her to be in um because even before like when they were you know getting ready to go down um for i think lunch or whatever and she was wanting to wanting her to get a seat with him or have him like sit at the table with them or whatever you know she's like well you're gonna need money you know to basically bribe (laughs) and she doesn't know that like the maitre d yeah and she's like oh i do love when she she (laughs) drops the coins and he goes i've heard the guy's really boring like you don't want to eat lunch with him (laughs) (laughs) but i also kind of love when she's trying to give the maitre d the money and he's like what are you doing like you need to be a little more secretive about that (laughs) i know it's like wow subtle like especially since he knows who's behind oh her. yeah <laughs> i think that's hilarious and she has no idea she has no idea who he is or what he looks like or anything like that so but yeah i love how yeah he and i i do love when she's sneaking off you know she tells her employer she's going for these tennis <laughs> lessons and stuff and like and he goes you don't actually need your racket with you let's go <laughs> like he like yeah that was her day and like he lets her drive like he kind of lets her be who she wants to be like she wants to be this well-traveled woman to see these things Mm -hmm. like everything she's done or seen has been in a book and like and i just i love that he kind of like he kind of lets her dreams happen yeah definitely you know and he is he's this really kind he wasn't playing a game he was actually a nice sweet man it's just like He's got all this other shit piled on top of him. So when he goes back to Mandalay, it's like, it's all this reminder. Right. It's right away. As soon as like he pulls in, the staff is waiting for him. And he's like, oh my God, this is not right. at all. And then she's bombarded with everything and she's never ran a house before. So she doesn't know what she's supposed to be yeah. doing now that she's like, you know, the lady of the house. And right. And, and I don't think Maxim realizes like, what the lady of the house does either because he really didn't prepare oh her not either. Like, at all <laughs> so i don't think he was like even really aware like, right but see and yeah. that's where again where it kind of comes back to how he really didn't know how mrs danver was because basically he was like oh mrs danvers is going to show you everything like she'll show you she'll right. walk you through it like she she's going to be the one to like help you with this and mm-hmm. clearly that's not what and maybe he thought she really was well she clearly helped rebecca well yeah definitely so she must be this great knowledge right for the lady of the house so like why wouldn't he think right exactly because he doesn't know any better (laughs) like how could he possibly know that when she sees this oil painting she'd give her some bullshit story right and like (laughs) oh my gosh that was awful so wrong it's Oh, and I had a feeling oh I, I knew she was gonna I knew she was gonna do something to like totally like F up this ball for her just because I'm like no way that I did not see coming. really I did not uh, see that coming at when all when she was talking to her she's like well you never asked me for help and Rebecca needed my help you know and it's like oh shut up <laughs> I was like no but no. like I what I'm saying is, like, what I didn't see coming was her dressing up as Rebecca. Oh, no. I didn't see that. Like, I just knew that she was going to do something that was just going to, like, really yeah, screw up like, the ball. She's not a kind person. No, like, not to her. <laughs> but, like, I was not expecting her to come in dressed up like Rebecca. No. Like, the moment you realize it, you're like, 
oh no yeah oh no this is uh, yeah this is one of those social moments that's gonna go down in history mm-hmm. like this is the kind of thing that those people at the ball will talk about for decades yeah. like this is not one of those where you're like oh just wait for the next like the next um like gossipy thing right to happen. right but like, you know what i gotta give it. it to her because she still got dressed like and i i really liked his sister like because his sister came up and she was like look like put on something else you still have to go down there you still have to show you know like you still have guests to entertain like you still have this right this event is still going on and you know like pull yourself up and let's do this <laughs> and so yeah. i do yeah. like that she did go back down but i will say again that ball scene was terrifying <laughs> when yeah, she just starts it's losing crazy. it and oh i think uh, anyways yeah that was not a part that i enjoyed (laughs) i was like this is getting to be too much she needs to run out of this damn room now (laughs) i know get out get out basically (laughs) but overall i think it was a, a good movie so if you are looking for something that is suspenseful with thriller now that we've kind of told you the whole movie (laughs) but honestly mrs danvers is very sinister yeah but honestly we definitely i would recommend it i would recommend it to somebody i don't know that i would watch it with them but i would recommend it to somebody who is looking for something (laughs) like you're on your own (laughs) watch out for that ball scene with you yeah it's a doozy (laughs) just kidding but um (laughs) It's so uncomfortable. Like, even me, like, thinking about oh, it. Like, yeah. the moment she comes down and it's silent. I know I keep talking about I it, know. but you guys have to understand how well it's the silence. Was. It was just, it's the silence it is. that is just like, it's, oh, shit. Oh, my God. Like, everybody's quiet. You can hear, like, that hole when they say, oh, you can hear a pin drop. You can hear a freaking pin drop. And like, then you just the, see his like, face change. And you're like, oh, yeah. so, shit. Like, I think the way they probably did that scene to make it so, like, good is they probably only mic'd her mm-hmm. and didn't have sound for anybody or anything else. else. Yeah. And they were so probably like, stand still and <laughs> don't move. Yeah, and you get that true silence. Uh-huh. So, like, you don't hear a shuffle. You don't hear a cough. You don't hear any of that. You just get that that true silence. Kind of similar how they played, how they did, um, uh, oh shoot, the one with, um, Emily Blunt and uh, John Krasinski. Oh, um, Quiet Place. Quiet Place. Yeah. Similar how they did Quiet Place, which is like, they just didn't do sound. Ugh. And so, so it's, you get that true quiet. And you're and so used to that with ugh. movies. Like you're so used to all that background right. noise and the music. and hum. Yeah. There's something. There's always a hum. Yeah. There's no hum. And then she's just like, look at me. And you're like, <gasps> oh, oh you like, you hold your breath and like, oh my God. And you're like, like, no, don't look at you. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> don't look at you. Go away. Run away. Run before they see you. Stop doing what you're doing. <laughs> really yeah and i felt so bad for her because she clearly has no idea like what is going on no idea until she really connects it and then she sees mrs danvers and then you're like and then her poor and mr de winter is like take it and off. then like, her poor girl who helps her is just in tears because oh. she is so like i know I didn't know. Mrs. Danvers told me to do (laughs) it. And you're like, oh Oh my God. God. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, so if you are looking for something creepy and sinister and suspenseful, like this is the movie to go to, to watch that. um, If you want that kind of vibe. But yeah, I mean, it was good. I will say it was good. Um, Just there were a few moments that I was like, maybe don't watch it at 11 o'clock at night in the pitch black darkness of your room. So, I mean, unless you're into that kind of thing, (laughs) then go for it. Yeah, maybe don't do that. Keep it weird, but not that weird. (laughs) No (laughs) judgment. (laughs) No judgment. If that's your thing, do it. Go for it. This is the perfect movie for that. Um, Do it. And Let I think, your freak flag fly. Right? And see, and I think I like that because there's nothing, like, there's no ghost. There's no, like, ooh, apparition or, or anything like that. It's literally just Mrs. Danvers putting in her 
like she is the ghost <laughs> and she yeah, puts herself absolutely. in she just does a really good job at freaking you out because you're like wow you are not okay lady not okay <laughs> yeah so anyways yeah all right well i think that kind of wraps us up yeah and uh just want to thank everybody again for joining us this week um next week we are watching closer yes so i know serena's excited about that one too <laughs> and i get to finally watch it yes. and um so we're keeping up with our drama llama march yes that's what we're doing yes so anyways we just want to thank everybody again um we'll again i'll put the link down to for patreon mm -hmm. so you guys can click on that and then please like uh like add review follow us all that good stuff we greatly appreciate all of that definitely uh, and serena if you want to let them know about social media yeah so you can definitely find us on instagram at oi with a coffee already and we are also on facebook as well same name oi with a coffee already um, and our website, uh, thecaffeinatedbesties.com, you can find us there and you can also find the, um, all the podcast episodes are on there as well under the little podcast, um, like tab. Um, and then if mm -hmm. you have any suggestions for us, uh, definitely send it to thecaffeinatedbesties at gmail.com, um, because we would greatly appreciate, um, if you listened to last week's episode, you know, we had to kind of scramble to find a movie to fill in for the movie that we were going to previously do. Um, yes. So if we have <laughs> um, suggestions on movies, TV shows, things like that, we will definitely, that would actually kind of help us. So that way it's something that you guys want to mm -hmm. hear and something that we could just kind of plug in real quick because sometimes things happen, you know, things get taken off. Um, yep. Netflix, HBO, you know, all those different platforms and everything. So, um, we do kind of have the year planned out. Um, but again, things happen, things come up. So having sure. those suggestions would be really, really helpful. So hit us up. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That wraps us up. We guys, you know, hope you enjoyed this and go out and watch the movie and it's, well done it's interesting let and, us know what you think um, too because we want to know if you found it yeah. just as creepy and sinister as we did so yeah for did, sure let us know. absolutely all right yep so thanks for joining us and then we will see you guys all next week for closer yeah all right bye that's it. bye <laughs>